Good morning. It is Friday, August 11th, and this is the Commuter Devotional. My name is Chuck, and I'm so glad that you have decided to join us today as we seek to engage our God in scripture and prayer before the busyness of our day begins. We are finishing up our first week back at season two of the Commuter Devotional. I hope it's been good for you. I've really enjoyed getting back into the rhythm, recording and editing and studying. It's been a, a wonderful week. I'm enjoying the book of Esther, and I'm looking forward to getting more and more into it with you today. Historically, on Fridays, we've needed our rhythm to begin preparing our hearts for the Lord's Day. I do this because I've noticed in my own life there's a pattern of if I don't purposely set aside time to begin preparing my heart for the Lord's Day, many times when I show up on the Lord's Day, I'm in a completely different place. My mind is going 100 million miles an hour. I stayed up too late on Saturday night. So we've made it a rhythm in our family and we've carried along into this podcast to remind one another that we can begin preparing our heart to hear the word preached today on Friday. And so that's what we do. And so as we come to God's word in Esther chapter 1 today, let's come to it with that on our hearts. Let me read our passage for us. I'll pray, and then we'll dive right into it. This is Esther chapter 1, verses 8 and 9. And drinking was according to this edict. There is no compulsion. For the king had given orders to all the staff of his palace to do as each man desired. Queen Vashti also gave a feast for the women in the palace that belonged to King Ahasuerus. Let's pray. Father in heaven, we thank you for this week. Thank you for sustaining us through this week. As we come now to Friday, help us to finish strong at our jobs. Help us to be honoring to you in how we carry ourselves today. Help our work ethic, help our energy to flow from the power you give through your word and through your spirit. We thank you for Jesus. We thank you that we can call ourselves Christians because of what Jesus did for us. As we come to your word today in the Old Testament, we ask for your help. Won't you be with us? Give us ears to hear your word and hearts to understand. We pray these things in Christ's name. Amen. All right, so we're finishing up kind of this first little section of chapter one, which is more or less the introduction to the book. And we've noticed some things along the way. The author of Esther wants us to notice the details. King Xerxes, King Ahasuerus, is, well, he's kind of a megalomaniac, isn't he? He's throwing this huge, huge party for all his officials and eventually for all the people in Susa so people could see how great he is. And when we come to our passage today, it's kind of hard not to laugh at him in the way he carries himself. In our passage today, we find out that he gives an edict. This is a royal decree an order from the king that people should drink without compulsion. This means that if you wanted to take a drink, you could, knowing that it wasn't the order of the king that gave you the drink. You could do it freely as you desired. Oh, aren't you such a welcomed guest at this party? This is the context. This is the nation that God's people are living in under right now. This is the empire that rules over them. And I would contend here that right away, the author of Esther is already telling us about our God. Knowing that Esther was written for a Jewish audience to record part of Jewish history, the readers would have come with some preconceived ideas about God from their history, from other stories in the Old Testament, from their own heritage and their culture. So it's not like the readers would come to Esther without any knowledge of God. But what the author, I think, is doing here is he's saying, look at this ruler. He is unlike our God. 
Let me read a little paragraph about King Xerxes from a commentator on the book of Esther. He says this about our passage. He says, it's actually hard not to smirk again at the micromanaging of the king that needs to legislate for how people drink at his party, which, by the way, is exactly what the author is aiming at. Ahasuerus wants us to bow before him in awe and reverence. He wants to be adored by his subjects, feared by his enemies, obeyed by everyone. He wants total control. In that sense, our God is the same way, except that Ahasuerus is doing it at the people's compulsion. When the king is giving an order, it's for his own good. When the king of heaven gives an order, it is for our good and his glory. There is a big difference here that I believe the author of Esther is setting up for us. Again, this is a book that does not mention God in any Hebrew form. However, I think in passages even like ours today, indirectly, he is in the subtext. Let's watch for it. And of course, we can't close out our devotion today without mentioning verse 9. After all these details, after all of these clues about who King Ahasuerus is, we get this verse 9, this very short summary statement about Queen Vashti. It goes like this. Queen Vashti also gave a feast for the women in the palace that belonged to King Ahasuerus. We don't know what rube it is. We don't know what color the curtains are. We don't know what kind of cups they had. We don't know what the edict of the queen was. But the author is introducing Queen Vashti. And in all of this control, in all of this environment where Ahasuerus has down to the detail this party planned, this verse sets up our passage for next week. When Queen Vashti is going to disobey the king and step outside his control. My friends, as we close out this first week, I want to thank you. Thank you for being a listener of the Commuter Devotional. It's so encouraging to log in to my little account and see the people who are waking up every day and listening to this podcast. I'm looking forward to many, many episodes in Esther and beyond. Let me close us in prayer today. Father in heaven, as we come to the end of our week now in our last devotion for this week, we've covered just a little bit of ground in this book of Esther. And yet, we already see you. We see what the author is trying to do in comparing you to this king. Lord, in one sense, I actually pity this king who must compel even the happiness of his people. But that is not our God. Our happiness comes from our obedience to you. When you set boundaries for us, it is for our good and for your glory. Lord, help us to be obedient. Help us to grow in Christ-likeness, in godliness, in holiness. Each and every day, we want to honor you more and more in our thoughts, in our attitudes, in our actions, in our words. So God, won't you help us? Lord, as we go this Friday into our day, we ask for your help. Won't you prepare our hearts for the Lord's day? We want to come into Sunday with our hearts open, our hearts ready, undistracted, to hear the word preached to us. We'd love to be around your people, Father, so begin preparing our hearts now for it. We pray these things in Christ's name. Amen. Go in peace. I will see you on Monday.